guys, I'm Kristen. And I'm Bethany. And this is Looking for the Middle. The Christian Girl's Guide to Modern Dating. We are just two single girls trying to figure out how to date well as Christian women. Yes, we are. And I think today our topic is something that we're really trying to figure out. This is kind of a work in progress episode, I think, a little bit. This one's a kicker. Yes. And this is one that we are... Not debating on, but well, we just we have different perspectives. Yeah, like there's a few a few places where we're not a hundred percent in agreement. Yeah, but it's okay. We're like, still we're friends. It's yeah, fine. it's not any big thing. We're just we have different preferences. You yes. can say yes. So while I hold you in suspense for a little bit longer before you figure out what the topic is, we have our question of the day today. Yes, and it's my turn to pick. Okay, so. Bethany, are you ready? I think so. I feel like I want a game show. Um, For $5 million. If only that were true. (laughs) Um, If you could live in any other state but Georgia, which one would you pick and why? Hawaii. Oh, I didn't even think about that. The beaches. Hello. Okay. Well, that was too easy. Okay. Continental United States then. Oh, okay. (laughs) That one's too easy. No offense if you're in Hawaii and listening. Let me think. I could live... So any of the... 48. 48. Um... Oh, that is harder. Probably Florida, for the same reason. For the beaches. And Mel lives there. Yes. Bethany's sister, my best friend Melanie, lives in Florida. Shout out to all you Florida people. (laughs) Yes, Mel, hello. Um, I think mine would be North Carolina. Why? Because you can get, it's a little further north. Yeah. So they get a little bit cooler, a little more snow. You could go mountains if you wanted to. Oh, and you could go see, to the beach. See, you thought this through a little better than I, I did. That's a good answer, too. Yeah, there's like a but great in-between. I just love the beach so much Yeah. that I'm like, eh, mountains, they're cool. I could go every once in a while, but yeah, put me on a beach and I am a happy camper. That's true. Also, One Tree Hill was filmed in North Carolina. Oh, my word. So, you and the Scott brothers could live happily ever after. Yes, we could. No doubt about that at all. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, well, guys, if you know what other state you would live in or country if you're living in a foreign country there you go where else would you live if you didn't live where you lived right now we would love to hear from you because we're always looking to travel and go see fun places yes. and if you have fun places that you would like to live we we'll would put love on to our list. them yes and we'll go visit them okay so for today the topic in question drum roll of course, it's in the episode <laughs> title. Anyone who's clicked on it to listen knows what we're about okay, to say. Well, thanks for ruining it for I'm me. Sorry. It's fine. <laughs> we bad. are talking about the importance of chemistry in relationships yes. today. Or, or is, it, is it, it really that important? Exactly, as Bethany so graciously reminds me. So with that in mind, we want to kind of start things off with defining the difference between chemistry and attraction. Because as we were kind of talking about this episode, we started off using them interchangeably. But then we realized, okay, there's actually a little bit of a difference Yeah, it's here. kind of nuanced. But I think it, if you can kind of make the distinction in your mind, and we're not trying to get like overly technical and make this a complicated process, but it's just helpful to kind of really think through what we're talking about here. And so, yeah, chemistry and attraction aren't necessarily exactly the same thing. Chemistry doesn't have to be physical. Like, it's just that it factor. Um, it's two people getting along. It's a common interest. It's a hobby that you like. It's the same sense of humor. But at the same time, it's also, I think it can be a complimentary thing. It doesn't have to be the same sense of humor. It doesn't have to be the exact same on everything. But do your differences complement well? And you can kind of, like, there's a chemistry there. 
a lack of chemistry I don't think necessarily means a relationship wouldn't work, but it makes it a lot easier when you're trying to build towards attraction or something else to just have that chemistry. Yeah. But what, okay, so like what, we keep saying chemistry. What does that mean? Like what's the, what would you say? Well, we went to trusted Wikipedia. They're always right. Obviously. And, but I love this definition because it says chemistry is the impulse making you think, I need to see this other person again. Or that feeling of we click. Yeah. So just that connection between you two. They can't really put words around it, but it's exactly. just there. We just click. Yeah. And it draw. it's something that's drawing you back to yeah. this person. I think other people see chemistry. They might not necessarily see attraction. So like oh, people around point. you will see chemistry between two people. That's a good if that point. makes sense. Yeah. yeah. No, that totally so, makes sense. Because I think attraction is more of like that physical attraction. It's an interest or a liking or like it's just you you're attracted to someone. You yeah, look at you someone think and you're they're like, pretty. oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you think about it, chemistry is unavoidably a two-way street. Like mm-hmm. there have has to be, have to be. Have have to be. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> Why is my grammar so off? I think it, there have there's got to be two <laughs> people that chemistry exists between you cannot feel chemistry on your own and someone else not feel it whereas Mm -hmm. attraction can totally be one-sided like i could be attracted to a guy and he may not necessarily be attracted to me Uh or vice versa but you can't have chemistry by yourself no. It's got to be reciprocated. There's got to be... Then you're just confused. Some mutual, like, feeding <laughs> off of each other to have, like, a, a chemistry there. Um, because yeah, you can be attracted to someone, but have absolutely no chemistry with them. Because it can be one-sided. Like, you can you can look, like you said, look at someone and be like, oh, wow, they're pretty. Yeah. <laughs> I've really met pretty. some very dull, pretty people. <laughs> yeah. And There's think, like, no... oh, wow, you're super good looking. But I talk to you, and I think I'd rather have a conversation with a brick wall. Yeah, exactly. You... Are, there's an initial attraction, but when it comes to like building something deeper, it's just surface. Like yeah. there's got to be. That's why the chemistry's got to come in. I mean, and I love being able to like banter mm-hmm. with someone. Um, I think bantering's your love language. <laughs> I, I really, I, do. I could totally agree with that. Whether it's over text messaging or in person, if someone can like keep up and give it like I like it when someone gives me a hard time like if someone can do that well there's a chemistry there that very quickly leads to attraction yeah. for me so yeah bantering is my love language that cracks me up I think it is <laughs> I really do think it is that's funny keep in mind though that if you have a chemistry with someone but there's not an attraction there you're not like really attracted to that person physically initially they're not your type remember attraction can grow over time It's okay after two or three dates if you're not super attracted to someone. If there's chemistry there or something that keeps drawing you back, they can become more attractive over time. I think you've got to give it a little time to see if there's something else to build on because that initial attraction can change. I think it's harder to build chemistry than it is to build attraction. Yeah, I do agree with that. This is where I kind of (laughs) veer off a little bit and I have a little bit of a different perspective on where Bethany said, like, after two or three dates, if you're not super attracted to somebody, I don't necessarily think that way. You don't think you should give it, like, more time necessarily sometimes? No, not really. Like, there's got to be something from the beginning that that 
I find attractive about that yeah. person. Like, if I'm not attracted to somebody at all, like, in my mind, I definitely agree that attraction grows. Sure. Like, I've experienced right. that. But it's got to grow from something, in mm. my mind. You can't start at zero. No, and just yeah. grow it. So, yeah. like... There's got to be something about this guy that I find attractive. And yes, he may not necessarily be my type because I have dated guys that aren't necessarily my yeah. type, but I still was attracted to them. But I've got to have something to go on personally. Yeah. But I do also agree that it takes time to see someone's character and True. someone's like personality and all of that. So like that, I definitely think you give more time as yeah. you're trying to, you know... If you don't know everything about a guy's yeah. life story and his character and all that the first couple of days, you've got to give that time. Sure. But I think the attraction thing for me has got to be come a little quicker. Yeah, well, and I think that kind of... There's no right or wrong when it comes to that per se. Like, we're not talking about a right versus wrong view of this. No, now, not sure, at all. you can be overly judgmental. You can be too harsh. You can be too, like, strict sticking to your type. And those are all things that you would need to, like, deal with. Those are heart issues on your part. But these are just, it's like, between the two of us, it's just a preference. We're just different. I think, you know, we've talked about before, you tend to be more of a fairy tale princess, and you want it to be oh, this. thank you. <laughs> you oh, you're looking for more I'm of that. i romantic. Yeah, that ideal, you know, your life could be a romantic comedy, and everyone lives happily ever after. And that's fine, as long as you, and you, I think you do a good job. You keep that in check. You are at least self-aware that you are like that. And so you know Thank that you to, to reel it in sometimes. I'm not that way. Yeah, I feel like you're on the other I'm end of the so spectrum. I'm so far the other end of the spectrum. I have to, like, get Bethany excited about things. Yes. And you're like, I'm, I'm such just kind of waiting for the other shoe to drop. Yes, and I like, am. she says realist. I say skeptic sometimes. I, of like, I, will, I will admit I am a little bit... Cynical sounds harsh, but I think that's what I am. Yeah. Is that fair? A little bit? A little bit. Maybe jaded? That's kind of harsh. I think you're just... I'm bordering on cynical? <laughs> I don't know if you're bordering, but I think you're just a little... You're waiting for the other shoe to yeah. drop when there may not be one that drops. Yeah. But in this case, that may not be a bad thing because you're willing to, you know... I do give it... I go mean, a little bit longer. Yeah. I mean, I've dated a couple of guys where right off the bat, I was not attracted to them. No, I mean, they weren't... Ugly. I'm just yeah. like, I just was not attracted to them. I was neutral, really. Okay. And That's a good way to put it. Yeah. Neutral. Like, and you're not repulsed. No, exactly. But you're not like, oh, I, you know, hello. Hello, That beautiful. kind of thing. Yeah. Exactly. And so, I ha- you have to give it time. But, in both of those instances, we had chemistry. Mm, there was the something changer. that I said, I want to keep talking to this person. I want to keep seeing this person. Because we click. I can talk to them. They talk to me. Like, there were other things there. And over time, attraction grew. It was there. It just took a little bit of time. However, and I will say, coming back to kind of like your point of view, so to speak, if after those few dates, there's nothing there from an attraction standpoint, there's no, you still don't feel that spark of like, oh, I like this guy. It's just a, you know, a friendly chemistry. It's okay to just end it, not go any further because of that. I'm not saying you go on and on and on and on and on for six months, hoping that maybe one day you'll be attracted to this person. I'm just saying give it a little time. Don't make a snap judgment because right in that first date, you're not head over heels in love, attracted to the person you're going out with. Definitely. I do agree with that, for sure. With all of that in mind, though, regardless of whether you have 
physical attraction as a really high priority at the beginning or whether, you know, you're willing to wait on it a little bit. The big point that I want to make here is that you should be attracted to more than just someone's physical appearance. And while we've just said attraction is, you know, we're talking about it in the physical sense, like there's got to be something more about that person that you're attracted to if the relationship or either if dating is going to progress to a relationship or if this relationship is going to go long term. Because, yeah. I mean, and I know everybody says this, but like beauty fades. It does. And it's really true. I mean, yeah. you are not going to look the way you look right now forever. Look at your parents. Yeah. Look at your grandparents. And, I mean... Yeah, well, and even beyond that, forget 20, 30 years from now. If right now good looks are all there are to that person, it's not going to take you 10 or 20 years to figure that out. It won't take long at all for the unattractiveness of their character to trump the attractiveness of their face and body. It may Somebody take t- tweet that, please, <laughs> or I will. <laughs> It'll hardly take two months. Forget two years, 20 yeah, years, you're so 40 right. years. Th- there's got to be more there than just that. And that's where that, I think that chemistry, that friendship over the long term matters Mm -hmm. because that's what's going to sustain you as you go forward. For sure. Yeah. I mean, I remember there being a guy in high school that, I mean, he was so cute and he just had everything going for him and he was an athlete and blah, blah, blah. My type, if we want to go off that. But you start to get to know him and like, we had kind of like flirted and talked a little, but I'm like, this isn't really, like, there's nothing really beyond this. And then the interest was lost. It kind of fizzled, and Mm -hmm. that was okay because, like you said, there's got to be more to it, and you do find that out pretty quickly the more you spend time Mm -hmm. with somebody. But I do think that the other things you're attracted to about this person should accompany your attraction to them physically, not replace it. Yes, that's a really good way of putting it. It comes alongside. It's a both-and not an either or. Um, and the world screams that physical attraction and chemistry are the most important things that, you know, whatever feels good, whatever, you know, you want, whatever makes you happy is what you should go with. Or even just how, like, you need to look a certain way. Yes. You need to have this body type and you need to dress this mm-hmm. way and, you know, all of that. Just there's yeah. so much emphasis put on outer appearance. Yeah, because... To a world that doesn't know Christ, that is the most important thing. They can't truly see past that to a heart that's focused on eternity, that's focused on something that goes beyond the right here, right now. Because to someone who doesn't know Christ, they are their own God. They are the most important thing in their lives. So why would they look for anything else? And so while obviously we would look at that and say, that is wrong, that is not a Christ-like mentality... I think in a lot of ways, the church or Christian conservative circles have kind of swung a little bit too far in the other direction sometimes, whether it's intentional or not. I think a lot of times it's an impression that's given off. And you get this idea that being attracted to someone or talking about it even more is like this taboo thing. Like you shouldn't have those feelings. You shouldn't be attracted to someone. You shouldn't talk about that until you're married. And then... It's like you've suppressed it all this time and all of a sudden it's supposed to be there. I think that's a tough message to send out a lot of times. Yeah. And I don't think it's always intentional. Oh, no, I just I think it's either. an impression of, in an attempt to be not like the world, which is 
honorable and right, and it should be, we've gone too far the other direction, I think, sometimes. Yeah, it can be a really tricky thing to navigate. I mean, I know I've struggled with this and trying to figure out, okay, how do I talk about this? How do I process this? Is what I'm feeling okay? And I think this is such a great reason why it's so important to have mentors in your life and people who you really trust that are older than you, who have gone through this, who can really just speak truth to you about this and really encourage you through this. People who are married and who have gone through the whole thing. And I am like, I'm a huge proponent of mentors. I have three, so (laughs) I need extra help or, you know, (laughs) however you want to interpret that. But that's been so pivotal in me navigating a lot of different things in my life. And I think this is just another one of those things. And it's a great way for you to have accountability too, for you to talk with somebody about, hey, I'm dating this guy and this is how I'm feeling and this is, you know, what's happening and all like that's so important in relationships to have people keeping you accountable. Yeah. Because whether you talk about it or not, if you're dating someone, there is an attraction there. You are physically attracted to that person. And there's a you know, the mantra in the church of fighting for your purity and keeping your thoughts pure. And it is a struggle. And that's why when there's someone who's counsel and wisdom you trust who's gone before you who has been through that stage in life can offer accountability they can offer um maybe things they wish someone had told them or mistakes they made and they can help you through that and I mean I think you and I can sit here and talk about this all day but no matter what we do we're coming at this from our experience from just our circle and the things that we've seen and experienced, but that's different for every person. So I would really encourage you, if you have questions or struggles, find that person in your church who is older, who you trust, who's a stage or two ahead of you, and you talk with them because they know you. They can pour into your life that wisdom that we can talk about it at a high level. We can talk about it as from a general standpoint, but when it gets down to the person-to-person level, that's going to be different for everyone. It's going to look different, and so you need that. We were created to live in community. We were not created to go through life alone, and so trying to do it on your own is pride. There's a certain element of being above that, that you're too good for that, and so I think it's important to seek out those people who will knock you down a peg or two, for like, you know, oh, to yeah. put it bluntly. I think that's such a key thing. I agree. And I mean, honestly, not to be cheesy and pull in the name of the podcast, but this is one of the places that we're truly looking for the middle. Like Bethany said, you've got the world on one end end, and this may be one issue where the church is kind of further on the other end. And we're trying to figure this out. We don't have all the answers. We definitely don't have everything all worked out in our heads of how we're supposed to Mm-mm. It's not something that we've just like, this out. you know, figure that out, check it off and move on. And we don't think about it. This is something that, well, I think every time you're evaluating a guy, whether or you start dating someone, this is something that you have to constantly go through in your head because your motives and your heart are what's at stake here. And you hear in movies, you hear in TV. And I was talking to a friend about this a couple of days ago. What is the thing you hear all the time? Oh, just follow your heart. <laughs> yeah. And I was telling her, I just kind of made the comment, yeah, people say that. Oh, follow your heart. When what you're trying to do is make a decision based on the mess you got yourself into the last time you followed your heart. Mm. And she, you know, she made the point of, yeah, the Bible says your heart is desperately wicked above all things. So why would you want to follow that? (laughs) That's a great point. Follow scripture. Follow the word. Be in the word. And 
Well, because there's a different between difference between following your heart and following the conviction of the Holy Spirit. Yes. That's a very different thing. Yes. Following your heart will get you in trouble. Following your heart submitted to the word of Christ, that's what you want. Yeah. And I mean, if we're just getting real honest and vulnerable here, guys, this is something, this whole issue of chemistry and attraction and prioritizing this, this does not come easy for me. And like we said, I'm the hopeless romantic of the two. And I, you know, have these ideals in my mind. And yes, I want to be attracted to the next guy I date, to the guy I marry, whoever that is. But I also want to be very careful to keep that in the right section of my priority list or however you Mm -hmm. want to say it. Because at the end of the day, I've got to trust that God's best for me is not wrapped up in a way a guy looks. Yeah. That's not the end game in yeah. this. It's, is he pursuing Christ? Does he have a strong relationship with him? Is he living for his glory and yes. living in a way that like is a light to other people? But it's hard to do that sometimes, yeah. especially like you go one way or the other where, oh, you meet this super great guy and he's not exactly your type or he doesn't look like Dansby Swanson or, you know, so you have that, but then you also have this, oh, this guy's super attractive, but yeah. eh, he's not quite you know, where I would like somebody to be that I want to, you know, be in a relationship with. So that's a hard battle to Like we talked about a few weeks ago with like girls and their lists. It comes down for you there in this spot of, okay, what is more important to you? What is higher on your list? The scriptural commands that a man is called to or these preferences that you have put on what your type is? Neither of them, well, obviously scripture is not wrong, but neither of those things are wrong in a sense of right versus wrong, but where you prioritize them is what matters. And I think knowing you as well as I do, this is a place where God is saying, do you trust me? Do you trust that I truly know best, that I have your good in mind, or do you think you know best? And I think that, you know, like you were saying, it's not something that will be easy. It's not something that will be a one-time fix and you check it off and you move on, it's probably going to be a a more constant submitting to his will. She's just preaching to me, guys. It's fine. <laughs> I'm just over here like, oh my gosh, you're so right. But I think well I really needed to hear this. <laughs> on the flip side though, for me, you know, you have you say, do you trust God? And I do too on on the kind of coming from my slightly cynical side, <laughs> my, my thing that I have to constantly ask myself is, do you truly believe God is good? Mm. Because if you're sitting around waiting for the other shoe to drop, then you're sitting around waiting for God to just say, ha, just kidding, again, about another guy or whatever. And so you have to stop and say, do I truly think he's good? Do I truly believe he is who he says he is? And if it's yes, then you have to stop and say, then you know better. You know me better than I ever could. And I will submit my will to you in that. And that's really easy for me to sit here and just say. <laughs> but when it comes down it's to it, when it's to in the it. moment, mm-hmm. having to do that and truly believe that and stop and say, yes, I believe he's good, but this doesn't feel good right now. Mm-hmm. That's a totally different story. It is. Man, guys, we're getting really deep today. Y'all are just learning all the inner workings of our <laughs> mind know. and how we process this. And... But it just goes to show, though, at the end of the day, like so many things are, this is a heart issue at its core. What does your heart want more than everything else? Mm-hmm. Is it the will of God? Is it for him to be glorified and pleased with your life because you were pursuing him or is it to get what you want right now? Yeah. That's what we're talking about here. So 
there's a lot we don't know. There's a lot we struggle with. There's a lot of, you know, what ifs and maybes out there. But here's what we do know. Here are the things that we do know for sure. Yes. Attraction isn't everything, but it's not nothing either. Yep. So, yeah, you should be attracted to the guy you're dating. Oh, for sure. There's no, And there's nothing wrong with that. No. Not at, at all. all. Not at all. And if you've given it enough time, whatever enough time looks like for you, as we have established, that could be different for everybody. But if you've given it some time when you're dating a guy for attraction to, to develop and there's nothing there, then it's okay to end the relationship over that. You don't have to feel guilty. No. Well, and even for that, uh, and I'm on the more time side of things, but even then, I don't think you should get to a quote-unquote relationship if attraction isn't there. Dating is one thing. Going on a few dates, getting to know someone is one thing. But if you're talking about a committed like relationship, pursuing a future, don't you, you shouldn't get to that point without being attracted, without there being some sort of chemistry, something to build on there. That's kind of the, the dividing line in my mind. Yeah. And really, if you don't hear anything else in this episode, what we're saying in the answer to our question of yes. what's chemistry got to do with it, chemistry is important, without a doubt. Sure. But it's not the most important thing. No. And that's the point we want to get across. Yeah. And I think we've kind of already kind of talked about it, talked about it. The most important thing is, and we say this, I think, every episode, which is good. Yeah. The most this important is a thing theme we want yeah. to pick up on. Because <laughs> I think we want to make the point that dating as a Christian is not something that's separate from your daily walk with Christ. It's not a separate thing, it's not its own compartment. It's just one more area of your life that you see through the lens of pursuing Christ every day. And so the most important thing is, are you doing that? And we say that, you know, day in and day out, week in and week out. And kind of like earlier, it's really easy for us to sit here and say that. We know that's the right answer. We know that's the right thing, but it's hard in the actual walking out day to day of your life. But that looks like steadily pursuing the word, um, being in the word taking it from that head knowledge of, yeah, I know versus I know what's the right thing and moving it to a true heart belief um, of your day-to-day life. Like, do you truly walk this out? And if you find two people who are both doing that, that in and of itself, I think, builds chemistry because it's so hard to find these days. It's so hard to find someone who not only are they pursuing Christ and you have the same, like, goals when it comes to your faith but then to get along with them on top of that that's hard if y'all could see how hardly <laughs> I am nodding my head right now it's and it's so true it is and so what I think when you can find that someone you get along with who's also pursuing Christ you're going in the same direction you're running that race set before you and it's in the same direction I think that's kind of God's way of saying hey here's someone for you notice this person and if you just look at that person and say eh they're not my type I think you're kind of you're missing out I think a lot of times so yeah it's important we're not trying to downplay it I mean obviously Kristen's not I'm not either (laughs) um but just remember what's the most important thing that's what yeah we would encourage you with above all today great so well wrapped up nice little bow (laughs) thanks well guys that's all we've got for today we are very excited though because we as i am always very excited (laughs) we have some really big news that we want to leave you with before we sign off yeah we're really i'm really excited too we have i think we said last week there was two more episodes and then the first season was done but 
we both kind of talked about it and we're just having a lot of fun. We love hearing from you guys. We love talking with you guys. We have a lot we want to talk about still. So we're actually going to extend this first season by a few weeks. I don't know, through Christmas, maybe. Um, we haven't really nailed on exactly yet on the dates, but this is not the last episode, nor is next week. So stick around. We've got a lot more coming this season and we hope you will enjoy it. Yeah. So stay tuned. We got lots more to come and we've been getting some messages and emails from you guys and we're loving it. Like, yes. We love getting to talk to you. So if you have questions, if you just want to say hi, please do. Yeah. We, would love we would love to hear, to hear from, from you. Our, uh, if you go to our Instagram, the email button is there. That'll come straight to our inbox and we would love to hear from you. Yes. So until next time, I'm Kristen and I'm Bethany and this is Looking for the Middle.